Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here, joined by Sean Dutra. Joel Pavone is here. What up? Hey, Celtics buddy. training camp. We got a special guest from MassLive.com. Tom Westerholm is joining us. We're going to get right into it. All right, we've got a lot to get into in this episode, so we're going to waste no time and bring him right in onto Causeway Street, making his debut on the Causeway Street Podcast. Tom Westerholm, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Hey, Tom. How's it going, Tom? How's, uh, good. how's training camp been going, man? Are you as, are you as excited as uh, this team is? You know, like all the rookies and everything, all this this love fest going on? They seem chipper. Yeah, they're very, yeah, uh, man. very over the top. <laughs> they are. Yeah, man. It's I mean, it's fun. It's like... You know, it's 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 a fresh start for everybody, which is kind of the phrase that everybody's been using anyway. It's it's uh, it's just kind of a, I don't know. It, it's a, it is a little refreshing. Just to this team doesn't really have a ton of expectations. Like you know, they're expected to be like decent, but not you know incredible. And it's it's a little bit different than last year. And I, I don't know if it's going to be a fun season, but I think it's definitely going to be interesting at the start. Which it's uh, it'll be an improvement over last year, hopefully. How much of the uh, the joy and laughter is because Kyrie's not there? <laughs> um it's not it's not not it uh, he uh yeah i mean you know it, and it's it's funny too because it you feel kind of bad saying that because the dude was always pretty chipper at the start of the year you know he was always like pretty you know like positive. relatively positive. polite and yeah. positive and everything else and so then yeah i mean it would it was he would just have days where it was it was tough to uh to deal with him but yeah i mean you know now that uh I mean, I don't, I don't even mean to say it like that, but yeah, I mean, now that he's gone and it's just, everybody's just a little bit easier to work with, I think he had such a, you know, such a sway over the franchise that I think, uh, you know, now that he's gone and now that sort of the questions of, is our star free agent, you know, point guard going to leave, now that that's gone, it, it's a little bit easier that way. Well, what do you, what do you think about what he said uh, during Nets media day about taking, you know, some responsibility as failing as a leader and other things that were involved with uh, last season's roster? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you have to, you have to kind of feel for the guy. I mean, 
you know, I think most people can understand what it's like to, to lose a loved one and can understand why that would, uh, you know, affect your mood and affect, you know, how you prepare for a game and, and how you come into a, a locker room just mentally. I mean, I think that can be really tough to deal with. And, you know, I thought it was, it was good. He took some responsibility and I thought that, uh, you know, <laughs> he still he still managed to throw a couple parting shots, so he was still yeah. kind of Kyrie-ish. But I think generally you had to kind of, you know, understand where he was coming from at the very least. Yeah, I like the article you put together there, and I love the title. Uh, Kyrie Irving leaves complicated Boston Celtics legacy, deserves both blame and understanding. I mean, I might let you have the floor there with that. And not to get too into all the quotes and everything, because I think he must have said like at least like 800 words on the Celtics. I think it was uh, so someone counted how many words he said, but it was like a four minute response and it was like close to a thousand words. But like just in a nutshell, what, what did you mean by that with that headline? Yeah, I mean, I just thought that, you know, anytime that you have a guy who has like kind of a complicated legacy like he did, it's all it's never going to be as simple as just like he was at fault or he wasn't at fault. You know, I think. You had to kind of look around the roster and you had to say, like, there were young guys on the team who, you know, could have stepped up in different ways, who could have, like, accepted roles in different ways. You can look at, you know, Gordon Hayward just struggled all year and that's not his fault. But, you know, that certainly played into the Celtics' lack of success. And, you know, it, it does kind of run the gamut. But as Kyrie said, you know, he was expected to be the leader. He came onto the team saying, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to be a leader. And then he just really wasn't. So, I mean... I think it kind of goes both ways, and I think that's to be expected in, in kind of a complicated situation like this. It's it's just never going to be easy. It's never going to be simple to explain. And, you know, as, as fans, as media people, we would like it to be simple. We would like to tie everything up in a nice bow and say, here's exactly what happened. But that just really isn't the case. It's not something you can really do. All right, so let let's uh, let's turn the old page key here. Let's go. Let's look at this, <laughs> let's look at this season. Um, fresh start. Yeah, yeah. Fresh start. <laughs> fresh start. Hashtag fresh start. Uh, it sounds like a subway ad. Um, uh, so eat fresh. <laughs> um, who's going to be the leader this year? Who now we know Kyrie failed last year. Is it Hayward? Is can Kemba come in and be the leader? Who who's going to be the the leader now that Horford and you know Kyrie's gone? Who who, who steps into that role? I think it's pretty unquestionably Kemba. I mean, he's he's been a leader since he was in, you know, at UConn. It's it's just kind of always been who he is. And you know, I mean, in Charlotte, he didn't have a whole lot of help, so you know, he was definitely a leader, the leader on that team, and not a ton of a success. But I mean, we've seen him be a very successful leader in the past, and I would expect him to continue to be this year. And I just think, you know, he is. I don't know that he's going to be the team's best player. I mean, I think the Celtics will be at their best if Tatum is their best player, and I think that's kind of what they're hoping Boom. for. Um, but I'm with you. I do think that Kemba is, you know, the eight-year vet. You know, he's the guy who's been around. He's been through the trenches. He's the guy who came to Boston because he wanted to win. So I do think that there is going to be a sense of they need him to to, to kind of show everybody not only how to win, but also like you know, how important it is to do X, Y, and Z to be successful in the NBA. You know, how do you be a real professional player? And, you know, I mean, Kemba's the type of guy who I think can can kind of shoulder that responsibility in, in ways that, you know, maybe Kyrie didn't. And, you know, that's not even necessarily a knock against Kyrie. I just think that's more in Kemba's nature um, to, to be that kind of guy. So I think I think it'll definitely be him. I mean, Hayward, you know, he is kind of a, he's definitely, you know, a veteran presence on the team. But, I do kind of think, you know, <laughs> Hayward's got his own stuff to kind of figure out. You know, he, he's, <laughs> and I, I, you know, again, like not even in a, ne in a negative way. He just, you know, he's going to have a season now where he's fully healthy. Like there is no, there's no excuses. There's nothing like that. You know, he's, he's going to have to perform this year. And, you know, that's, you know, a pretty hefty responsibility. So I, I think it'll be, I think it'll definitely be Kemba. And, and I think uh, he's cut out for that role, quite honestly. 
All right. Uh, this NBA offseason, the major talking point pretty much is the duos all over the league. You just talked about Kemba being probably the, the, the leader of, of this Celtics roster. But does the Celtics roster have a go-to duo or is it going to change throughout the season? How do you see that play out? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll change somewhat throughout the season. Um, I, I think especially, you know, I think the, the Celtics season is really going to pivot on Jason Tatum. I think if he is the star that we've seen that he can be, um, then I think the Celtics, the Celtics are going to be really, really hard to stop. Like they're going to have just an elite offense that there's just no real easy way to, to, to slow it down. And, you know, he's, he's so skilled and he's so tall and he's just like a, he's a real tough matchup. And I think that especially with all the other weapons around him, he could have a really big year. And if he doesn't, you know, I think that, that could, uh, that, that could really, you know, spell a lot of problems for the Celtics because they are trying to do this like multiple timeline thing. So anyway. I think I think Tatum is probably the the other guy that they're hoping is going to be a part of that duo along with uh, along with Kemba. I think they're really trying to pin a lot of hopes on sort of the present and the future in that way, where they they have Kemba to try to win right now, and then they also have Tatum so that they can win for the foreseeable future. Um, and they, they're hoping those two guys will sort of carry things along. So you know we'll see if that works. But I would say that yeah, like in terms of duos, I think I think Kemba and, and Tatum are probably the guys that they're going to go to. And you know if Hayward's good this year, then all the better. And if if Jalen is you know takes a big step forward, then all the better. And you know they'll go from there. But those two I think will be sort of the focal point of everything. Yeah, that's that's leading to my next question. Where does Jalen Brown fall in all this? Like, what what is his role in this team? You know, obviously we have the uh, the contract extension, which is a uh, less than three weeks away. I mean, um, if you ask me, if you ask most people, they probably we're not probably going to see him resign before the start of the season but if not what does that mean for Jalen Brown's future in Boston is, is that still uh, a possibility that he'll sign long term at the end of the season like where do you see him carving out the the unique role that the Celtics are going to need from from Jalen yeah I mean I think it's certainly possible that he'll resign and that he'll you know be here for a while I think that's absolutely in the cards I you know it's it's tough to tell right now I mean it, it really depends on how he plays if he's you know, if he's really, really good and you see like, you know, hey, maybe this guy's got a couple of, uh, you know, future all-star appearances in him. Um, I think at that point, the Celtics probably, you know, try to really make the rotation work, try to really, you know, even though they're really loaded with young wings, um, I think, you know, they'll they'll try to make it happen because, you know, he's really talented and they obviously like him. And, and I, I do agree with you that there's very little chance they reach an extension um, agreement over the next, uh, you know, couple of weeks just because it doesn't really make sense for anybody. But, you know, I do, I think we're going to hear rumblings of, you know, like is, you know, XYZ, is Jalen going to be traded for this? Is Jalen going to be traded for that? Just because, one, we always hear those rumors when it comes to the Celtics. And two, you know, there's, there is sort of a sense like this team could consolidate, um, you know, its talent if they traded Jalen for a young big or, you know, somebody who rounded out their rotation a little bit better. Um, you know, there's Jalen, there's the Memphis pick, there's, there's all these things that they could do, um, if they wanted to try to piece something together, right? So, you know, whether something happens or not, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear, you know, rumblings from somewhere, you know, as the trade deadline approaches, you know, are the Celtics going to make a deal? Are they going to try to do this or that? Um, so, you know, it's, <laughs> It's tough to say with him. I mean, he's he's such a talented, you know, he's such a talent. He's obviously so athletic, and, and there's still so much more that he could grow into. But mm. um, it, is, it is a crowded rotation for the Celtics right now. Well, you just brought up the uh, Celtics front court. Cantor, as, as, as he's known, but everyone else in the front court is a lot kind of, of question a, marks. Yeah, a lot of question marks, relatively unknown players up front. How do you see this playing out in terms of no Al Horford, no Marcus Morris, no Aaron Baines, defense, how do you see this playing out? 
Yeah, I think um, I think Anna Scanner will definitely start um, at the beginning of the year. He's uh, you know he's he's kind of the most veteran guy. They they trotted him out there with Kemba as one of their like big free agent signings earlier this summer, which I thought was uh, you know kind of telling that they that Danny Ainge went out and said like, hey, you know Kemba and, and Ennis Cancer were our options A and B or, or whatever he said, which um, you know was pretty clearly not true given the, the whole Anthony Davis thing. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I think uh, you know I think he'll start. I, I'm still of the opinion that I think Robert Williams will get more minutes this year than people are thinking, and uh, you know he might end up starting some games. Um, just defensively, Ennis Cantor is going to have a tough time. And, you know, I don't know that, I don't know for sure that Rob will fare any better. You know, he's only a, he's a second year player, but I mean, he's basically a rookie when you look at how few minutes he actually played last year. Um, so it would be a lot to ask a, a young big man like that to step into a huge role. But I just think defensively, he's going to presumably be able to bring so much more than Cantor can bring. And He's shown flashes as a really nice passer, um, you know, summer league and, and in his, his limited minutes last year. I mean, he can he, he can pass the ball a lot better than people would think. And I just think with, you know, all the uh, the switching that he could potentially bring and all the rim protection that he could potentially bring, to me, he makes a lot of sense as somebody who could get major minutes. And then when you start going down the rest of the rotation, it, it's it's such a crapshoot. I mean, I have no idea how good Vincent Coyre is going to be in the NBA. Um, he's shooting threes in practice, which, sure. Um, but you know, and I obviously Taco, I don't think is going to play much either. So, yes, finally. So well, wait, 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 wait. So, so wait, you're saying he's going to make the roster, though? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Making the roster. I mean, he better make he better make the roster after they trotted him out to every single charity. Oh my event god! I mean, <laughs> like, you heard it here first. Felt, he's making the roster. He didn't. But, I say put him in Maine, sell those, you know, sell that sell that place out every single home game, you know, and then and then ease his way into to the Celtics. But we'll see, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think that's still probably. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably pretty close to what's going to happen. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, he's Tom Wetzerholm of MassLive.com. You can check out his stuff at MassLive.com/slash/Celtics, and you also find him on Twitter at Tom underscore NBA. That's at Tom underscore NBA. Tom, this was great, man. Appreciate it. We'll do this again sometime. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on, guys. Later. Thanks a lot, Tom. Well, breaking news. Taco Fall will make this roster. <laughs> there it is. Shit, for all you green teamers out there worried that he wasn't going to make it, there it is. It's official. Oh, he's making it. Tom yeah. just said it. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, he better make it. Yeah. You know what? I, I just, it's just too many question marks right now in that front court, you know? Yeah. You, you talk about going small, positionless basketball, but I'm, I'm with Tom. I mean, Robert Williams, just for defensive reasons. Yeah. yeah. You got to give him a shot out there, especially yeah, of in, course. The, in the first couple of weeks of the season. You know, I don't think this is a case of oh, Robert Williams going to go straight to Maine this time around. No. no, no, I think he stays up here. You know, he stays up here with these with these young guys. Uh, you know, uh, Portier and and Grant Williams. I mean, we just have to see what they become those first couple of weeks of the season before we can actually see how the rotation worked itself out. Yeah, I mean, outside of Portier and and uh, Portier, is that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we've settled on that. Yeah, we settled that a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, all right, outside. <laughs> Outside of Frenchie. <laughs> but yeah. Wait, is, that and, a, oh, is, that, is that a slur? Hold on, man. No, nah, man. Frenchie. <laughs> What's wrong with Frenchie? Frenchman? Let's call him Frenchie, man. He's got some connotations. All right, all right. Outside of Portier. And, uh, the Portier? And, uh, and Cantor. I mean, he's, he's what, 6'11", Cantor? Yeah. All right. And, and and Robert Williams, is he, what, same same yeah, same height? Okay. Seven feet. I'll give him some. All right. Outside of those guys... Grant Williams, I guess, I guess we'll find out soon with the new NBA rule. I know, that's right. Go ahead. Grant Williams, uh, that's a nice, nice little tease for in case you missed it. Grant Williams undersized. Daniel Tice undersized. 
That's about it. That's that's the extent of your depth up front. How important is the front court though? <laughs> oh, like, oh, now 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 you now you question how 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 important was Al Horford the last three years? Al Horford's a great player. These guys aren't great players. Okay. You, if you're looking for size, you're looking for like well, Al Horford gave you size. He gave you versatility, playmaking, hey, playmaking. I'm like, not hating on what Al Horford defense. brought. Like like like. Do I'm just each, saying, each I'm just one saying of those on guys, this team, on, no, this saying, team. on this team, do each one of those guys that I just mentioned have even one of those things that we're talking about? So I think you're, if you're, I mean, this team is with, lacked a rim that, protector. That loss with Al Horford? Yeah. This team is lacked a rim protector. You could say Al was a rim protector, but he wasn't like a... The last couple of years, he was more of a rim protector than he ever been in his career. Sure, because, sure. because this team needed it. Right. But I think Robert Williams can be that guy. If he becomes more disciplined... Which I think probably he's that Brad Stevens has been going over defensive rotations all summer with him. That's yeah, and, true. And they've been they've been gushing over his work. I think. Yeah, Especially man. Brad all right. Like no, that could I be the savior. And Poirier, 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 Pooty Pooty Pooty, Pooty Pooty Pooty. I mean, I, I think those are the two. Those are your two biggest guys with upsides. I think you know what Cantor's going to be. Cantor will be a little bit of a. I think he'll turn into a, a sixth or seventh man type role on this team, like he sort of has been with. Every other team that he's been on, like a solid guy coming off the bench. Um, I mean, I'm not denying like Robert Williams' work ethic at all or his desire to improve as a basketball player, especially on. Are you trying to compare him to Al? I'm not trying to compare him to Al. All I'm saying is he's still pretty young. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about eight rookies here. Yeah, man. Not think about it. And, if, you add, if you add Portier and, and my whole concern with him and everyone defensively, because he, you know, he, he is known as a shot blocker. But his one-on-one defense, I'm just worried about the timing. Yeah, see, that's no the pun thing. intended, he, he, but he, you know, time lord, I get it. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that, but no, that's my that's my thing with him on the defensive end. He's just, he's a little late he's on switches, so eager to block the he's shot. Eager to block, he'll he'll jump for any yeah, pump fake he sees. But we we gotta wait and see what happens. They've been working on that all all summer. That's the only thing that I think Brad Stevens has been working on with this dude is just here. Play this whole practice and don't try to block a shot once. Hey, just get yeah. get it, stay on the ground. Hey, Joel, how happy was Sean when he heard Tom Westerholm say that? Uh, uh, Tatum's the best player on the Celtics. Going to be the best player. Hell on the Celtics. yeah! I well, no, no. He told said, you. He said that the Celtics will succeed more this season if he's the best player. If that's a big if. Well, he was the best player on Team Sean USA. Lost, he, so he was he's not so the best player on Team USA. Stop saying that. Uh, yeah, man. Like, Look at that. Are you really worried about the front court? Though? That are we really that worried about the front court? Yeah. When you well, lose somebody like Al Horford, so yeah, I mean, other than the Sixers, Stevens, other than the Sixers, Steven said it this week. He's like, uh, you know, we got to have to change up our whole front court schemes yeah. because you lose a lot after the last three years of Al Horford. Right. Where, but other than the Sixers, who are you worried about in the East? Front court wise, not and don't say Marcus All. Uh, don't say Brook Lopez. Those like we're talking centers right now. Okay, the Bucks. Okay, you're worried about Brook Lopez t- no, dominating no, 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 the game. No, no, no. I'm, worried, I'm worried about the MVP of the fucking league. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> okay. the, we're talking about so Giannis's team, team defense as a cohesive unit. We're not so talking about you have, one defensive. You have presence. guys on this team, <clears throat> Marcus Smart, that you can throw at Giannis. You can throw a bunch of different players at Giannis now. If he gets by him, you may not. You, if, if Robert Williams can't be a rim protector, then you're you're you know you'll be struggling. Uh, but how, you're how, also that, the point I'm trying to make. That's is, a big. Okay. The point yeah. I'm trying to make is that's, that's, that's the, the whole freaking league. There's no who give me give me rim protectors on a, on a championship squad right now. I don't think it's about pure rim protector. I don't think that's what Joel's talking about. Yes, you are. Think, you're no, saying Joel's if Giannis beats you to the rim, just talking about defense as a whole in yeah. the front court. Okay, this team's gonna you'll, give you'll a lot be of fine. Points. You don't need size of defense. I, I mean, to without, defend in the league so, anymore. Without, without, without seeing them, you don't need one. Without the eye test, 
That's not how Brad Stevens works. And you're, and Marcus you're, Smart is a defensive anchor on this team. Without the eye test, he doesn't, he's not even going to start. I can see this team giving up a lot of points. That That's that's my concern. Okay. Okay. And I think I will I, – I, that is yet to be seen because I think what this team is going to be is a very – very good perimeter defensive team. Okay, fine. and the if only every team just wants to just shoot threes against the Celtics. Have fine. you watched the Great. NBA in the past yeah. five years? That's yeah, okay. all the teams so do. So then, what happens? What they're happens? adapting. Okay, to... okay, I would agree with you. Right, if well, Andre Cooper was in the West, you're gonna play Andre Cooper in the in the playoffs. All right, well, how did that work last well, year? Well, Sean, how's how's three point shooting looking for the Celtics? That's another concern. So if you can defend the three, are we talking about defense? Or are we talking about? Those are my two concerns. Defense is my biggest concern with the Celtics. Okay. The second one is is three-point shooting. So I'll give you that. I'm going to say the Celtics are going to be fine on the defensive end. Because you don't have that spacing Stevens, the way it used to be without Al Horford. Brad Stevens is going to develop schemes to throw off other teams. Like, we're going to be fine. You have enough athletes. You have enough guys that can play defense. Now, if you're, if you're talking about... It's no more pick and pop. It's going to be like pick and, you know, try to get open. Type of deal, type of offense for Brad Stevens. Well, I'm talking about defense. Okay. So I'm just saying, don't worry about the defense. I think the defense is going to be fine. Offensively, yeah, maybe we don't shoot as many uh, three-pointers as we used to. Speaking of pick and roll, man, how's Cantor going to guard the, the pick and roll? He doesn't have a good track record. In that, yeah, well, in that I don't department. think – that's why I literally – I don't think that you're going to see a ton of Cantor. I think, you know, they they didn't sign up to a huge deal where they have to play in minutes. They don't owe him minutes. You know what I mean? But you're running thin, downloaded. So may- maybe, maybe you play, maybe you play Cantor and Robert Williams more often. Maybe you see that pair on the court a lot. All right, well, let me let me ask you this then, because since we're talking about Cantor right now, what did you make of what Cantor had to say about his his old teammate from Utah, Gordon Hayward? He went on record to say this is before me today that he needs to be eyeing the NBA All Star game, and then uh, at training camp he talked about how he's going to shock the world, Gordon Hayward. Well, Cantor's you been buying that. He's been bigging up Gordon Hayward all summer. Yeah, didn't he say something that we talked about last episode too? Yeah, yeah the yeah, All Star, the All Star thing. Yeah. yeah, the All Star game thing, and then he and then he kind of piggybacked Double on that this year, this this week on saying he, he, that he's going to shock the world. Gordon Hayward, great. I'd love to see it. All right, I so I, so, I, so, I, so does Gordon Hayward play play a little more like four? No, no, no. All right. so I'm, just, I'm just saying no, they're gonna they're they're uh, that would be shocking the world. They're gonna play three wings. They're gonna play three wings a lot. I think if you're going up against the Bucks, though, that's when you're going to play Williams and Cantor, probably together to have some more size. But I mean, we talk about Hayward. I think we we, we beat this to a dead horse last episode. Well, I, I think he'll be. I don't like, think that's how that saying goes. We beat this to <laughs> a dead pulp. We beat what is it? <laughs> we're, beating, we're beating a dead horse. We're beating a dead horse. We beat this to a dead horse. <laughs> that, means, that, that means we killed the horse. <laughs> Fucking murdered that bitch. Run faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking Kentucky, the second place Kentucky Derby no, horse I mean, right now. The reason that's, I bring it up is because like, dead. do you take that as you know with, what, with the grain of salt because because it's, it's a nest canter or yeah, do you do you buy that? That's what Sean's gonna be saying to Cantor. Run faster! Like obviously, if Brad Stevens said that, you'd be like, oh shit! But like you know, it's Cantor, so I don't know where to. How do I gauge this? I think everyone's gonna be positive about Gordon Hayward. You've seen a lot of good things, but to my point that I made last week, I just don't think he's going to get back to. Utah Gordon Hayward. See, that's the thing. That would be shocking the world. That would be shocking the world. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I think I think he'll have the best season in, as a Celtic, which is... Would it be shocking the world, though? Because that's all Brad and Celtics coaches and some other players that have played with him all summer have been saying. Like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be. The that year. would be shocking the world, Joel. If, he went, if we went in and scored 25 points, six rebounds, and six assists, yeah. that would be shocking the world. People all over the world would be shocked. The, like, if pe- people all over the world. Like... Yeah. China, <laughs> those people, everyone, the entire world, Antarctica, <laughs> shocked. 
Just be like, what? Go, go, what? <laughs> 25, 6, and 6 from Gordon Hayward? <sighs> All right. Man, I'm going to go kill a penguin tonight. All right, before we uh, get into Joel's, before we get into Joel's, in case you missed it, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, Antarctica. but let's let's just go Fucking let's just go back man. to what happened in Brooklyn, just just for a couple of minutes here. All right, I barely got a chance to talk to my grandfather before he passed from playing basketball. So you tell me if you would want to go to work every single day, knowing that you just lost somebody close to you, doing a job every single day that everyone from the outside or anyone internally is protecting you for. Like, hey, just keep being a basketball player. So throughout that year, it just became rocky and. A lot of the battles that I thought I could battle through in the team environment, I just wasn't ready for. And I failed those guys in a sense that I didn't give them everything that I could have during that season, especially with the amount of pieces that we had. So my relationships with them personally were great. But in terms of me being a leader in that environment and bringing everyone together, I failed. My biggest complaint with what happened when Kyrie talked about his experience in Boston was that, okay, He went through what he went through. I get that. Everyone mourns differently. It affects everyone in a different way. Okay, I'm not going to knock him for that. My biggest beef with what he said in his explanation as to what happened was that he talked about how two years wasn't enough. He talked about how, you know, young guys and clashing and you need veterans. The same stuff he's been pretty much saying since last year. You know, when things were bad, these are the type of things that come out of his mouth about experience. But what he didn't answer was, why did you leave? Yeah. Did you not think it was going to happen? Did you not think that you can click with these guys? And and if that's the case, that's okay. You can say that. If that's not the case, then just flat out say, hey, I wanted to team up with Kevin Durant and go back home. Just say that. He can't because he's... he's, Why can you say that? He's a sociopath. Why can you say that? LeBron James left Miami to go back home, right? Okay, that's your home. Okay, we get that. Just say that. Listen, I want to do something special with Kevin Durant. He's my best friend. Like he's, he's said in the past, we're good friends. We wanted to do something together. We wanted to win championships together. And... We thought that Brooklyn, or at least I thought Brooklyn, was the place to do that. Yeah, he could have. And what would that have done for anybody? We all know that shit anyways. I think the most shocking, I would respect him more. The most I, shocking. I, I would no. be like, at least he's being, he's being honest. He's being no, 100. No respect. Because guess what? That was calculated. The, oh, the reason why I played so bad is because my grandfather died. Okay, the one thing no one's going to shit on you about, that's what you use as your fucking big excuse? But that's my point. Just be honest. Hold be on. 100. Hold on. People lose grandparents all the time. They have to go back to work. I'm sorry, if I'm going four months in and my boss comes to me and says, hey, you're underperforming, and I'm going, yeah, my grandfather died four months ago. That's why I'm underperforming. They're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? But, but I, like, don't even, go, I, don't have, I don't even have a problem with that. Okay, you know I what? have a major problem with that because no, one, no one's going to shit on him. Okay. That, that's the one okay. thing that he can go back and be like, oh, 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 isn't sorry, that, Kyrie. Isn't that what you're sorry. doing right now? He's try- no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, that's what he I'm picked something that, like, Joe Slay was like, I'm not going to get on him. Everyone mourns. No, fuck that. No one mourns like that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's hey, different, hey, bro. It's different. It's hey, different. If he has an attitude problem and all that stuff, or the mood swings, that, that everything that we saw, Okay, that's your reason for that. Okay, that's fine. Whatever you, you deal with death the way you want to deal with death. Okay, that, I'm not knocking him for that. I'm knocking him for that. My, I'm knocking him for be a man. Not saying that. Look, the real reason why I left. Get to the root of why you left Boston, and get to the root. To play with and Kevin get to the Durant. root that last year this wasn't about your grandfather. This is about you wanted out. He wanted out. He was teamed up with Durant at the All Star break, and from then on out, he was. Ah, you know what? It'll be a lot easier for me to leave if everyone hates me. That's what it was. So he just started blowing things up. He was a dis- it was a disgruntled employee that decided I'd rather get fired than quit. That's what we had with Kyrie during the end of the year, and the fact that he blames on his grandfather is fucked up. That's fucked up to me. Well, that's not getting fired. That's just him choosing not to 
re-sign with the Celtics. Well, the Celtics going to re-sign him? Yeah. They so would have. fans don't want to hear it, but they, they were going to okay. re-sign him. Okay. 100% would have. But, but, okay. You so, were saying, you were saying. Time out, time out, time out. Hold on, hold on, the hold Celtics, on. the Celtics may have done it, but in what's more important, I think, is the forum of public opinion. Did any Celtics fan really want him back? Uh, Yeah. You mm. you were on you were no on Celtics listen fan. listen like you were on Kyrie. No, no you were saying yeah. you were saying the Celtics I would say it's about 70 30. You were saying the Celtics need to walk away from Kyrie Irving, not the other way around. You were saying the Celtics better not even attempt to offer him anything. Yeah, I know. Okay then, cuz you wanted to go the you wanted to go the 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 young route. Because you wanted to say he wasn't he Yeah, but I he, think okay. I think the majority of Celtics nation felt the same way as exactly. Sean. You don't, That's you right. don't think that? I think so. I think the majority did. Basically no. he he I think, he I think lit the majority up, felt like that once all these reports, as soon as the season ended, were like, "Yeah, he's not gonna, he's ended. not gonna resign here." No, he's that like, was oh, that was in guy. March. That was in March. Yeah, but and guess what? Wait, wait, all be, season, all be, season, he became wrong, a disgruntled though. employee. You guys, you say you would, but I don't believe you. They weren't gonna like boycott the season if he stuck around. Real, they would have been upset, but then they would have been like, right around all this right. time of the year, here we go, let's he, do it, guys. Yeah, we better again. Maybe Kyrie won't be a douchebag this year. That's would have been that would have been the thing because in year one. What? Where was all of this in year one? There was none of this in year uh, because one because he was a he was he he was a he he made sense. He he like came in, said all the right things, played hard, was sort of a leader. Then got injured, and then I think he realized. Then then like the next year, he just came back, and it was no, the, the bottom line. Did. The bottom line was how is there that was no? no expectation. That's exactly what happened. That was the expectations. <laughs> you just expectation. said no when I just said facts. No, it wasn't facts, bro. It's still it's your opinion. You've been saying this the whole time. This is what I think happened. This is what I think happened. The first year, the first year, there was no expectation because Gordon Haywood went down. Uh, Every NBA analyst said they weren't going to be higher than a six seed, and they were the th- number one seed almost the whole fucking season. Eighteen game win streak. That's exactly what I'm saying because of Kyrie. But there was no expect. Ex- okay, because of Kyrie. Okay, that's not what you were saying before when they when they went when they, when they had a number two seed went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, they did that without him. Without Kyrie, they don't get that far because of their seeding. Number one, they don't have they don't have the one of the best records in the league in that season. Do you do you think do you think that the Kyrie was a good uh, employee last year, a good Celtic last year? No, he was he was all right. He was decent, but it's not like it's not like it was just one thing though. It was the multiple that, things that could have changed. Tied it all into the fact that he wanted to play with Kevin Durant somewhere else, and that it's easier to leave somewhere where they don't want you. Well, now, yeah, when you look at when you look at right. everything, the way things unfolded, but yeah, but this goes back to what I said the moment Isaiah Thomas got traded. I was like, waiting two years to see if he's unhappy again. Yep. What happens when the Celtics don't win in the next two years and they don't go as far as, as everyone thinks they're going to go, right? And then, and then it's time for him to re-up. And he says, you know what, guys? Not feeling it. Came that should be a legit concern. A lot. No, it shouldn't. Because it goes back to and, him being happy. Right. So if he was happy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. He'd, be, he'd, he'd still be here. Right. But you know what? I also think that if... There was an opportunity for the Celtics to well, actually, if Hayward didn't get injured, this is probably a whole different story too. Because I think Kyrie was in the camp of I want to play with another superstar, and that just didn't happen here. So he, he decided, like, th- uh, just to play his way out. That, that's what happened. Like you, yeah, looking back, Hayward on it injury now, made matters worse because let's face it. Hayward was nowhere near who he used to be last yeah. season. I and think look, I think maybe Kyrie thought, you know what, he'll be yeah. a little better, he'll be a little further along. Maybe he won't be the all star version. He did just have a another surgery 
But then when that didn't right happen, Thanksgiving. and then when every all the younger guys came with you know big heads and big egos, it was just a, it was a recipe and for disaster. Let's, and let's face it, Boston was never on and his Curry list of Curry destinations when he asked to be traded to begin sure. with. Sure, but he I don't know. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I was actually a little bit shocked that Kyrie didn't just not answer the question. Were you a little shocked that he just did not answer the question? No, I knew he would say something, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think he would say all that. See, I thought I thought he would throw. I was surprised that he said I failed. I mean, this was pre-calculated. You know that too, right? All he pre-calculated. Spoke, he spoke with Nets PR. He said, "Look, you're going to address it because if you don't, like, it's not oh, didn't look your good. grandfather die last year? Use that. Use that. Use that. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. You're going to get the question. Just answer it and and move on. I mean, and Kyrie, was... just trust me. I, yeah. had, I had to transcribe this guy's quotes all year long. He did what Kyrie does. Just rambled on and on and on. And that was the best you're going to get out of him in terms of explaining himself. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, he I did. That was the first time he, he spoke since choosing to go to Brooklyn. Yeah. He hadn't, he hadn't talked to the media. There was no press conference. Exactly. So, yeah. he, you know, I, yeah, I agree with you, Sean, that, yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm, this is what I'm going to. He's been planning this all summer. Like, all right, this is what I'm going to say. Yeah. And if they like it, fuck it. If they don't, I don't care. This is, this is what I'm going with. And, I, and I, I, I completely agree with you on that. But it just boils down to him. I don't think he knows what he wants. Honestly, realistically, I don't think he knows what he wants. He's on this journey to find happiness. Sounds like we're talking about a child. Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> you're right. Like a 14-year-old you're child. You're right, you're right, you're right. But you left you left a great thing in Cleveland, bro. Yeah, you, but, you, don't think, but, you don't think if he stays in Cleveland? But Joel, Kyrie lives in reality, man. <laughs> Not everyone lives in reality. We should have known from that freaking ESPN first take interview from the very Bro, beginning. Bro, we talked about that. Remember the lost yeah. episode of yeah. Isaiah Thomas? Like we were talking about how like this is going to be Isaiah's year, and then boom, the trade happens. We're like, oh, we got to scrap that episode. The Celtics wouldn't have got Kyrie Irving. That's what you're forgetting <laughs> I, about. No, I got you. Ch- like listen. now, you got Kyrie Irving on your team. Listen. Like we said, a top ten player. He's locked up okay. for two years. I would I would be surprised if before the end of, before the start of the season. Kyrie Irving doesn't sign an extension. I will be surprised if that doesn't happen. All right, listen. Also, long term, I I'm with you, man. This is the right move, and this shows how patient Danny Ainge is, right? Because I mean, what? Read the list of names that we've been talking about the last two years: right. Jimmy Butler, Demarcus Cousins, I Paul George. Kyrie Irving is better than all those guys. Yes, I and know. He got the best player. Then what's the risk? The risk short is, term, Sean. What short you, term? The, if you look at uh, Kyrie's and Isaiah's career numbers, they're not that far off. Even mm-hmm. though Kyrie has been to the finals three times, but thank you. He's LeBron. never been, but he's never been a number one guy like Isaiah has. That's yet to, That's be, yet to be seen. Yeah. So, so he, here's here. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put my put my feelings out there. Okay, this is mm. my initial reaction to this trade. Let him out, man. I get it. Like I get it that Boston loved. Isaiah Thomas, right? You have to look at it like, okay, Isaiah was great. We got the best out of Isaiah. It's going to be in the DVD special. When we oh, put all, right. all right, cool. But <laughs> so we all die for my wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Release it then, the golden edition? I'll make sure that that's, that's somewhere, like open in case something happens. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like the Dominican Republic, no reports, and then like four months later, all of us dead. Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, we haven't had a Causeway Street episode in a while. Uh, but, it's, but it's true, though. <laughs> like, you, coming out. you remember that yeah, ESPN interview? Do you remember the ESPN interview? It was like, but why, though? And he was just like, I don't feel like I need to, you know, explain myself. So it's like, so why the fuck did you go on ESPN then yeah, man. if you weren't going to offer any explanation? It's been like that. So he kind of took a little bit of a break that first season because, again, no expectations. Oh, this team. Oh, no going to hang with? Ah, this team might even, might even make the sixth seed. It was like, no one's paying attention to the Celtics. Then all of a sudden, oh, shit, the Celtics have been the number one seed. For almost the entire season. Oh, okay. 
oh, Kyrie goes down. Oh, okay, they're, they're, okay, here it is, guys. They're definitely not going to go anywhere. Kyrie's down for the season into the playoffs. Oh, shit, game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, they're a quarter away from making it to the finals. Oh, when Kyrie comes back and when Gordon comes back, this team is going to be unstoppable. No no LeBron in the East. And then they, they shit the bed. They shit the bed. And it wasn't just and it wasn't just Kyrie. Yeah, it, it was Marcus Morris. It was Terry Rozier. It was even Al Horford to a certain extent because I mean every time he got every time they were chucking threes, man, and that's yep. what got them there. So I, I, I don't see that. No, no, no. I'm not game talking seven. about the game seven. I'm just talking uh, about like last season as a whole, as a whole, as oh, a okay. whole. Because even 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 when the young guys, or especially Jalen Brown, will call out called out the veterans. Yeah, they responded. But Kyrie wasn't happy about it. Al Horford was just like, yeah, I mean, I see what he's saying. Al Horford was just like, I see what they're saying, and I see what we're, what we're supposed to do, and I see that what they're... So it was a lot of individual shit. That I agree with with Kyrie when he was saying, like, there was too many individual goals, and there was never one team goal. Well, I mean... That, that's that You can easily see that. That reflects leadership. And if he's supposed to be on a team, that's, he's got to take a part of the blame there. I don't know. I'm, da- I'm, I'm down to turn a page on Kyrie, though, man. I'm, I'm so ready. Uh, like... I don't want to. I don't want to think about Kyrie anymore. I think. I think next week we have a, we have a good chance to uh, to end the streak. To end the I think streak. So. I think yeah. we'll be all right because you know what? You know, what, you know why though? Especially, yeah. we're going to uh, have preseason basketball. Hey, right? and and we're not going to preview the season until the following week. So his name will come on when we talk about the Nets at some point. But the preview show is a is a little little down the road. So. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll preview the NBA season Uh-oh. the way we always do here on Cosby Street. We got the Western Conference, of course, and the Eastern Conference. We do both. Uh, separate episodes, and then before you know it, because the NBA finally realized no one wants to see six fucking preseason games. Yep. Before you know it, in a couple of weeks, it'll be time for the regular season. We ready? Who who the who's the first game? Sixers. Uh, Charlotte. 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 Yeah. Rosie. Preseason. Yeah. Are you talking about, about the regular season? Yeah, right. Oh, Sixers. Yeah. Sixers. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Sixers in Toronto. Toronto's going to be say, here. Damn. They got to. Yeah, but Charlotte opened up the fucking season. <laughs> the fucking TNT primetime, bro. Yeah. I was like, damn. Not really, uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's a special guest referee. Michael Jordan's like, hey, you want me to get that tequila deal? Let's uh, let's get me on the first primetime game. <laughs> we gotta have the first game of the season because that'd be the only televised game all season. Please, please throw me a bone here, guys. This episode of the Cosby Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. That is BetOnline.ag, your go-to website for online sports betting. And right now, when you head over to BetOnline.ag and enter the promo code CLNS50, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Guys, you don't want to miss out on these bets. Right now, BetOnline has a wager for if the Patriots can go undefeated. Also, will Mahomes throw for 56 touchdowns? These are bets that you can win big money on. Big payouts straight to your bank account when you bet online with betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag or you can use your mobile device and join today and make sure you use the promo code CLNS50. Uh, All right. It's that time. It's time wait, to wrap up wait. the show. One question before we wrap up. What's up? Because I want to put this Kyrie thing to bed. You keep you saying get, that, but it's not going to happen. Did you get the closure from his comments? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. No. I got closure because it made it, it cemented the fact that he is a fucking douchebag. No, I mean I said it. I said it when I was up in uh, when I was camping for like ten days when I called in, and it's when just you like were finding yourself. Yeah, when I was finding myself, I was <laughs> I was trying to pull a Kyrie, and I was like, let me see, let me see if I can understand where Kyrie's coming maybe from. If I just look at the stars, I was enough. one. I was one with nature, and I was like, maybe. He's just never gonna find happiness. Joel came back with like two beads. In I was his gonna hair. say, yo, you, did, you had that feather in your. Head. I didn't even put yeah. that. I didn't put those two things together. Yeah. I did have a little mini fro, but that's you know, that's common. Did you meet Native Americans me. over there? Maybe I did. Yo, they're called Indians, bro. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's, Feathers uh, not done. Joel's gonna boycott Thanksgiving next month.
Jeez, next month, Thanksgiving. Bro. The hell did a year go? Bro. All right. I got a problem. Okay. This is something new to me. <laughs> I feel you got a lot on your chest today, John. This what, is what something got, new to me. Hurry up. We're it's, trying to get to a case you It's missed, October, man. right? I'm dying to know what Joel got. What's October? What's, what's the main stay in October? My dad's birthday. No, come yeah. on. Yeah. Right. That, that'd be us. Sorry, man. Halloween? Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, after my dad's birthday. All right. Yeah. Halloween. I October. Guess. It's Halloween month, right? Yeah. Why the fuck are there so many people that are like, yeah, bro, you celebrate Halloween? Do you, even, do you even know what it's about? That's a thing? Bro, it's a, it's the worst fucking thing. Oh, man, it's the woke era, bro. Yo, I can't era. believe it. I'm talking to people. I'm like, hey, you know what? It's not going to work. I was like, hey, you know, I'm talking to my team. I'm like, yeah, you guys want to be, uh, want to do something for Halloween? You know, we can dress up, whatever. Somebody's like, you know, I really don't celebrate Halloween. <laughs> I go, oh, why? Like, it's not a religious thing. Oh. That's why they don't celebrate it. He said, like, oh, like, you know, why? You know, it's really, if you really look up the history of it, uh, you know, it's really bad. Like, and I was like, and they like. What, I, like, I know like some cultures that feel that way, like, like Haitians and. Yeah. Uh, well, Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate a lot of things, but the Jehovah's Witnesses. They don't celebrate nothing. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> not even birthdays. You so gotta, they, don't, you, they don't celebrate the day they were born. No. How, how shitty does that have to be as a fucking kid? Where your dad is fucking Bro. making up some religion and then fucking <laughs> and you can't go get free fucking candy. How bullshit is you? And then you're like, hey, dad, I want to be Buzz Lightyear. You know, my I love Toy Story. We saw it together. We love that movie. No, he probably, I want to no, be Buzz probably... Lightyear for Halloween. And he's like, listen, you're not dressing up as anything for Halloween. You're going to you're, you're going to sit there and you're not going to. Dad, I want to be Buzz Lightyear. Who showed you? Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> is that a Kit Kat in you? What is Where'd that? You that? Get that? Oh, are those are those milk duds? <laughs> <laughs> the only time you see milk that, duds is when, Halloween. When did I buy you milk duds? <laughs> Sugar <laughs> filled. Food, bro. But these people act normal in regular days. Processed sugar on these, top of that. No, these people, these people who don't celebrate Halloween, they just don't celebrate Halloween. They're not like weird. They're just like, no, 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 no. Don't I'm, celebrate. Halloween. They're like, they're like, oh no, I'm cool with Columbus Day, but yeah. Halloween. Yeah, right. <laughs> Halloween. I bet you they celebrate. I'm, I'm, cool, I'm cool not working on Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet you they they they, they oh, celebrate they, if they, they got, they, they got paid. Oh they yeah, got paid. if it was a paid day off, paid you day know, off. people would be like, hey, like, let's let's go out to get some fucking candy. Yeah. Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. You guys watch out. This is the year where it's going to start standing out. Because I've heard mumblings in the past, but this year I'm like... Yo, you should be... The like, fourth thing I've heard. The, you should be the the, the Christopher <laughs> the Columbus like woke spokesman. All right, You should tell everyone, if you don't work on, on Columbus Day, yeah. then you represent what Christopher Columbus was. The person, the real Christopher Columbus yeah. was during his era. Damn right. <laughs> you, you need to put everybody on at work. Anything else? Anything else you want to get off your chest there, that, that was all I had. Cool. Like, who the fuck cares right, was, what the origin disease, yeah. of Halloween is, really? If you think about it, now it's just an excuse to either go get fucking wasted and go look at girls dressed scantily clad, and you fucking <laughs> wait, can wait, wait, wait. wear something that maybe that's, that's, maybe I'll hook up with a chick tonight because Jesus. I look like fucking Beetlejuice. This I don't took, fucking know. This took a completely of like different turn. Self. No, but that, that's what it turns into. Well, I or feel- it's a fucking candy, get mad candy. It's not like, hey, we, we really are excited to celebrate the day Ghosts where evil dead. spirits yeah. came into the world right. and we let everyone it's like what and then we see human sacrifice like shut the yeah. fuck up does that on Halloween anyways alright well that's gonna do it for us Sorry. on the Cause Machine yeah, Podcast right. that's in case you missed it right. in case you missed it Halloween has been cancelled this year <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Elizabeth Warren tries to cancel Halloween oh Jesus alright every, every episode fucking can't see you guys man can't stay on topic uh, let's here let's go to in case you missed it yeah can we finally I had to get some things off my Joel, chest let's uh 
see what you got, man. Maybe condense. Condense this. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to top any of this. But in case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. All right. In case you missed it, the NBA has clamping down on listed height and age of its players. Age? Yes. Not just height, but age. Coming after those European stars that come over saying they're 14. It's going to be like uh, Ricky Rubio is actually 47 years old. Wow. According to uh, Mark Stein, NBA teams notified that certify and submit the precise height and age for every player within the first week of training camp. According to league sources. How many years older is Kristaps Porzingis than he says he is? I don't know, but for for years. For years. Not that that far off. For years now, some players have uh, been listed as taller and some obviously been listed as shorter than they really are. The league clearly wants to change that. Why? Marcus Saul is definitely forty, though. If you remember, um, Buddy Hield. Oh, Buddy Hield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy Hield. Someone. <laughs> I was gonna be like, no, was, he's just black. It was his birthday, and, and someone was interviewing him. He was like, "Oh, happy twenty fifth birthday!" And he was like, "Actually, I'm twenty four. And then they were like, "Oh," and then that. Wait, that's what started this whole thing. Well, one of this. These oh, okay. are some one of the example. examples that they've thrown in in terms of like the age. Thing. <laughs> the reporter's like, "That's not what Wikipedia says." That's uh, oh wow. <laughs> so yeah, he said that. It's always been an era, and he's always had to correct people, and it's never been changed. And then, obviously, you got with the height thing, you got Durant that's saying that he's six eight when he's more like closer to seven feet. Remember, KG, KG refused to say that he was any taller than, than what six eleven or six ten. Yeah, I, I love how they highlighted um, what was it last year between Durant and was it Demarcus Cousins? Oh no, no, it was at the Olympics in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah, Demarcus Cousins was standing next to to. Uh, Kevin Durant, when they were taking like a team picture, and he and he was joking, saying that I'm trying to get away from from Kevin Durant because now people are gonna realize that I'm I'm not as tall as I've been saying I am. Yeah, because he wants to be taller because he's a center, and Durant wants to be shorter because he's he's still a, he's still considered a small forward. A small forward. We all know that that's but not does the case. It matter like in the NBA, height doesn't matter no well, more. Well, it's been happening for decades. You know, Charles Barkley's is one that comes to mind. Yeah, six six. Yeah. Okay. What is Durant afraid of, though? Like somebody's gonna be like, "Well, you're six eleven. You gotta play center now." Like no one's gonna fucking say that. Yeah. Well, at well, this that, point, that, that was KG. That was KG's main thing. Right, yeah. But KG, KG was, was like, a, "I don't want to play a center." Was a low post yeah. player. Not yeah. only that, but he he came from he's from the nineties, so yeah, completely different basketball. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It it's doesn't, doesn't matter as much now. It's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so right. Yeah. So I guess the quote unquote barefoot rule. Players usually. Oh yeah, Isaiah Thomas is my height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you walk around the locker room, I, we were eye level. I'm like, you're not five nine. There's no chance. How tall are you, bro? You're not five nine. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, short motherfucker. You know that you fucking. Uh, you're you're five ten. So you know I'm not five nine. You did that. You did that to yourself. <laughs> you know you I'm did not it to yourself, bro. You well, I was I was gonna be like, oh, Isaiah's not five eleven. He's not listed at five eleven. I was gonna say, what is he listed as? No, he's, he's listed as five nine, but he's like five, five six, nine. five seven. Yeah. Tops, little short fucker. <laughs> hey, oh, even Kemba, Kemba, he's listed at six one. People are like, no, he's more like five five, 11. five nine or five ten. Yeah, hey, I'm five eight, man. Let me know. Yeah, so so that's your test. Go stand next to Kemba when you get a chance. Um, for media day, no, I'm, he's no, no. Just, I'm I'm thinking right now. I'm looking back on it. He was. He's six feet. I, I think he's just about six feet. If not, he's five eleven. He, you're five. No, you're five ten, right? He's yeah. not stout. Yeah. He's not stout. Yeah. No, he might be six feet. If he's not, he's feet. like just under. Allen Iverson definitely was like five. Oh yeah. Eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, Allen Iverson was at Encore last week. Oh, John Stockton. By the way, I don't know why I just thought of him, but he's like six five. <laughs> John's giving that face. Like, what are you? What are you talking about? This came out of nowhere. <laughs> no, when I was uh, an intern, he was being inducted with with uh, Michael Jordan. He's like. He's nowhere near six feet. He was listed at what six one, something like that. Yeah, he's he's five well, ten. 
Normally, tops. normally in the past, players are that's pretty close to six feet. Yeah, but they're they're measured that's two inches, man. What do you mean? No, that's three inches. Six one. He's listed as six one. Oh, good done. Yep. All right. Players really? are usually measured in the fucking teacher thing right now, bro. Players are measured. You gonna say something else? I, yo, bro, dad, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perform, sorry. Class is yours. They're measured with their sneakers. Yes. Going forward, no sneakers. All right, so get to the exact because. Yeah, but I don't even think a sneaker would give you two inches. They're just they're just lying. No, but like, you could that's have, been going you could on for your, years. You could have been your picture lying. day shoes. You could have the shoes that have a little bit of extra oomph in them just for picture day. You yeah. can throw in some extra, you know. They, yep. don't, they don't work, trust me. Some extra Dr. Shoals. <laughs> get that extra oomph. Throw in like seven Dr. Shoals and Isaiah Thomas' shoes. He's like, look, I'm 5'11". <laughs> Why do you sound like you're four foot two? Plus a, lot of, plus a lot of these players They've been listed the same height Since like High slow grind He's gonna say that it's, it's, it's Slow grind It's that slow grind I'll get there someday Hey Nah see Slow grind I'm 5'11 see Look at me Go whiz Alright what else we miss Alright in case you missed it You guys wanna know who are the uh, Slowest NBA players in the league right now Ooh Can we take a guess Yeah Oh wait Is he a Celtic no, this okay, is good. There's no Celtics on this list. When when was this recorded? This is recently. This is uh, according to NBA 2K20. Marcus All, see in there. He's in there. Yeah, he's in there. He's definitely like that's bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean that's bullshit? <laughs> Did you watch NBA Finals? Guy can fly. Guy's got some. He lost like 25 percent of speed. The slowest player <laughs> from, his, from his game. The slowest. Hence player why he in was shooting more threes than his whole career. No, he couldn't even keep up the floor. Like he was the last guy back. He's actually number 11. His speed according to NBA. 2K is 38, but with the ball, Miles 32. Per hour? No, just like the rating, the rank, the ranking, whatever. Rating. Right. Who's the slowest uh, person? My uh. guess is you're gonna have to go with. Hmm. Is it like a star? No, I mean, no, there's... no. It's just it can't be yeah. a star. Yeah, it's got to be. Damn it! Whoever you say, I'm gonna be like, oh, I should have thought of that. Uh, what about Bismack Biyombo? No. Yeah, he's in there. Is he top 10? Yep. Uh, Number 13. Ah, uh, fuck. Okay, I gotta find someone. You slower. said it's I saw this player, right? Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you guys a hint. Okay. A former Celtic player recently. Jared oh, uh, Greg Monroe. No. Kelly Olynyk. Yep. Slowest player in the league. Not the slowest, but uh, one of the slowest. He's number six. <laughs> Why does your face just light up when you say slowest player in the league? <laughs> Did I get it? Like you got money on this. Number, prize? number six. His speed going to two K. Yeah. Thirty one with the ball. Twenty five miles per hour. Huh? Not not miles per hour. Stop saying that. Another former Celtic is on this list. Wait 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 wait. What about um top five? Bogut. Bogut's got to be the slowest guy in the league. He he's not in the league anymore. Yeah, right now, but this season he's not on the team. He's not in. A, he's not uh, in NBA two K. He's not in NBA two K. Is a free agent? No. Seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> Are you upset? <laughs> a little bit. It seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> seems like a thirteenth guy on a bench that you'd make it a fantasy draft. Just I uh, give up. Who is it? Aaron Baines, number five. No, he's not that slow. Yeah, he's pretty slow. Not as slow as, <laughs> yeah. not as, slow as he's, like, uh, he's pretty slow. Yeah, uh, no, he's a little slow. Baines can move it. Number four. Zubak in the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's slow as fuck. 26. Oh, and 26. oh, oh. You know, uh, who, you know who. Yeah. Who is it? The freaking, the, the biggest Speak, guy I've ever seen Boban! in my life. Speaking of Giants. Oh, yeah. He's number one. He's tied for number one. Oh, who's, wow. who's he tied with? He's tied with Robin Lopez. Oh, okay. man. Sideshow <laughs> side Bob and, Lopez and Brooke Lopez. Number two? <laughs> no, they're all, they're all, they're all number ones. Oh, These three guys. Three way tie. Three way tie. You rang. That makes you sure rang. That. <laughs> that's Boban. I know. I know. Thanks, man. That's so. That's so Boban. Every time I see him, I saw. I saw. I hear. I just think of Shaq. You oh, rang. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about yeah, Shaq. Yeah. Shaq always. Said. That was fun. 
Now, do you guys want to know who the fastest? Oh, yeah. Speedy Claxton. Yes. Yes, number one. Done. How did you? Speedy Claxton. That's a throwback. Wow. Spud Webb, too, made the list. No, We're showing our age right now. Well, Speedy I mean, Claxton. What, what about uh, Kyrie? Westbrook. The fastest? No, De'Aaron Fox. Kyrie or Westbrook? With the ball, right? No, their speed, they're... they're, they're, they're but, are they differentiating it, or is it the same? Who's the fucking fastest, Joel? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, on to the Kumpo, number 13, guys. 90 for speed. Just give us number one. 86 with the, uh, <laughs> with the ball. Ben Simmons, top 10. Really? I almost put. I almost guess him as the slowest player, but I guess he's pretty fast. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Ninety-three <laughs> by himself without the ball. With the ball, he drops eighty-four. How many oh, times? How, how many times does he go? How many times does he go off on a, on a fast break and then he realizes no one else is with him and he pulls the ball? <laughs> no, he's yeah. just, it all the time. He's like, let me come back. Yeah, I don't know what's it's going on. Like, oh wait a minute, I'm not a scorer. What am I doing? I can't put this in the bucket. <laughs> James Harden, number eight, eighty-nine, eighty-nine, with or without the ball. Yeah, he always has the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Darius Garland, ninety and ninety. Garland, huh? Number six. Who the fuck is Darius Garland? <laughs> Cavs. Cavs, bro. Okay. Derek White, ninety-four and eighty-eight. Number five. John Wall, even though he won't play this year, probably. Oh, John Wall's fast as fuck. Yeah. Ninety-two and ninety-two. That dude hasn't played since him and Kyrie went at it that game. That was one of the best <laughs> games of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westbrook, ninety-six, ninety-six, tied with John Wall for some reason. Number four. Oh, he's number two. Him and him oh, and number two is like two A and two B. Number Yo, one, Darren Fox. Number one, Darren Fox. Ninety-seven. Fuck, we could have ended this seven hours ago when I said <laughs> Darren Fox is the fastest guy in the league. Jesus Christ! I have my money on Westbrook. I th- no Westbrook should be higher than John Wall. That's ridiculous. Wait, right? Kyrie's not even top ten. He's number two. No, he's not top ten. Who's number two? Really, Westbrook. Westbrook and oh, Wall I thought you said they were four. Oh, well, tied I guess, for third. I guess Kyrie tied for second. Kyrie's second. more. Kyrie's more handled. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Kyrie. Anyways, um, who's got the best jumping ability? I mean, in not even, not even. I mean, not even Steph made this made this list, and he's pretty fast off the off the ball. Fast, yeah, 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 exactly. All right, All right. what's next? All right, in case you missed it, congratulations to former Celtic Jared Solinger Senior now on the birth of his twins, Jared Malcolm Xavier Solinger Junior. and Gemma Marie Solinger. Wait, yeah, I got the same question Sean does. Jared Sullinger's now Jared Sullinger Sr. because he had Jared Sullinger Jr. There you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. There I was like, go. his dad? There you go. Do you need me to explain how that works? Like, I get la- it, like last man. week in the, uh, in the whole four decades thing? <laughs> <laughs> that, what? Was, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. The Vince Carter thing. Um, so he's been playing since he was two? <laughs> how old is he? He's, he's been in the NBA since he was two. 42? He's 42. <laughs> He's been playing for 40 straight years? That seems a little bit of a stretch, Joel. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> you guys are so mad about it, too. Uh, yeah, that was one of my brighter moments. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. So there's that. that the oh, best, really? That was the best part of the episode. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what? I still... What? what? Well, so congratulations, yeah. Jared Soldier. Yep, still, still oh, not a league. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say isn't like he, just, he got on a G League roster or something. Isn't no. he just of Tasty Burger fame now? Thought he opened up his own franchise. <laughs> no, where's he playing no. now? He's playing somewhere. He was supposed to be playing in China. Got cut. He's probably probably be like an assistant coach for Ohio State this year. You watch. Yeah, just fat as fuck. Where did you fish out that news? <laughs> it was on our Twitter. <laughs> Popped out on Twitter. He Congrats, follows, Jared. He follows us. 
at Causeway Street. He does, yeah. So it pops up, his shit, whatever he posts, shit pops up. But then he started following us, like, after he wasn't, no, he was still on the team. His pops actually started following us first. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. In case you missed it, I'm going to report this sad news here of the bodying of Shaquille O'Neal after Damon Lillard came back at him on a disc record. You guys hear about this? Yeah, I heard about it, but I haven't even I, I didn't even bother listening to the music it. though. This shit was dope, it's bro. So was like it? every every time everyone's like, Wow, Dame's a really good rapper, I'm like, nice, and I'm never gonna listen to it. And shit. I never do it, yeah. And I told myself I even I, I got as far as to look him up on title, saw the album that just came out, and then I just carried on with the rest of my life and just didn't even click on it oh wow so I gotta like really give this guy it's just something about it I don't know what it is every well, time I listen to him well, I, I, can't, just, I, I, yeah, I, I, I agree don't. I agree with you on that but like this I listen to so how did this whole thing start well remember when uh, Dame was on uh, the Joe Buns podcast like a month ago or like two months ago him talking about how for like the last two years he's trying to he wanted Portland to sign Carmelo Anthony and then I guess I didn't listen to that whole episode, but I guess later on in the episode, obviously they started talking about music because you know Dame he has a rap career, and one of the one of the hosts brought up like, "Oh, you think you're better than Shaq?" Because they're talking about like NBA players that dabbled in in in, in the record business. Yep, Shaq's name always comes up. Exactly, right. and so then he was like, "No, I'm definitely better than Shaq," and oh. so then everybody since then has been waiting for Shaq to respond, and then Shaq was finally responded. He dropped he dropped a diss track, so Shaq. You think you got better music than Shaq? I think I rap better than Shaq. People weren't looking at it like it's a real rapper. It was like that Shaq rapping. <sighs> That's Dame rapping. The daddy has to come out of retirement and spank one of these undisciplined children. Now it's time to be disciplined. It's time to put up that belt and whip a little ass. Here we go. Joke. Yeah, what's wrong with these little cats? I can tell they little listen to their little raps. Always bragging about their little max contract. They ain't got a little money when it comes to Shaq. You see this flow, got a little Hall of Fame on it. Game shoot jumpers, Shaq still banged on it. Are you kidding me, hearing me? Not physically, mentally, vividly. Seen it before, you might give it to me. I'm on a yacht in Little Italy. Riddle me when you were young. Did you see my MVP like a trilogy? MVP candidates, you are not one. Platinum plaque on my wall. Go and get you some Lyrically I'm three times Finals MVP I can't believe Some car That's a team How you say That you better than these When you ain't got More chanted than these What you talking about Legendary I'm a hip hop scholar I'm trying to get a bill And give the fuck About a dollar Okay That was Shaq Okay Alright Shaq still got bars Okay Here's Dame's response Dollar He say he the goat I come for his body Plant him cause he bought the copies Shoulda just passed me the torch, I got no remorse, I beat him like Rocky I feel the tank up with Diesel, you jealous of me and I see you Cause on this day, originals just can't fuck with this sequel I'm new school, got new hits, Space Jam, not blue chips Hangman, yo shoe shit, Dame Six, I'm too lit Big name, got big bread, but you corny Get bags, get purchased Every time you get horny, then they repo. Love you when you was in beast mode. Loki thought you was a cheat code. Know that you shoot for the cheap hoes. Shoot any work like your free throws. Know you see my pockets deep, so you flexing ain't really your thing, bro. We both could be working at Kinko's. And Kobe, when you them rings don't owe. Nursery rhymes spitting, <laughs> small cars sitting, oh. Icy hot poster boy, TNT snitching you. Big man hating, <laughs> mad at my existence. Had a song with bad boy. No Jordan to the piston, still getting to the chicken. This ain't nothing new to me. 
Okay. All right. All right. That picked up. So I mean, I saw the buzz on the, on like on Twitter, and I'm like, I gotta hear this track. So this is the first time I've ever heard a Dame Dame uh, track. I gotta say, it was it was pretty good. I mean, the Shaq track was pretty good. Shaq, I don't know when's the last time he put out a, tr- a song, but the response on on point because the day he, the day he, Dame released it, and when he released it, all he said was, "Gotta go to practice now," and just. Shaq hasn't responded since. It was light work. Light work. <laughs> so. All right. Now I want to hear his own. Now, yeah. now I'm interested. Yeah. I, I think. And I, and I, I, he's one of my favorite players to watch. Like, he's he's easily one of my favorite players to watch. I'm a huge fan of him. But I, I don't know. Every time I'm about to listen to his album, I, I, I don't do it. A lot of people have been telling me to do it. A lot of people, especially in the, uh, well, actually, it's just Clevis, really. Clevis Murray, uh, He when it first came out, he was the person, the first person that told me about it. Like, his album's really good. Yeah. And I heard the uh, the one before wasn't bad, but they're like this one. He really he really comes hard. He went in. Yeah. yeah, I think he had. I think he has Wayne on it too. He has a couple of features on there. Yeah, I mean, I think I think in the in in the rap world, he's he's taking he's being taken serious. So I think it's I think it's worth peeping. All right, I'll so, check it out. Peep it you know out. I'll check it out, and then I'll uh, let you know how I, feel, how I feel about it next week. How about that? Oh, yeah. okay. I see. Well, a uh, little report. Little report there. Yeah. I mean, when Shaq came out originally, his like his debut album back in was like like ninety four. Shaq Fu, that shit was dope. Yeah, it was. Outstanding was my joint. He had that one song with Biggie. That was a good song. That was a good song too. Right? <laughs> yeah, he got Biggie on a track. That's know, crazy. Yeah. Yo, he rapped with uh, with MJ too. He got on with Michael Jackson too. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he had a song with Michael Jackson and uh, and Biggie. That's like Dame making a song with like Kendrick, Kendrick and- Lamar, and Frank Ocean. <laughs> Well, did he make his song with Wayne? No, who's who's the uh, John Legend? Maybe. Oh, no. who's the oh, who's the, the weekend? Like, the weekend. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's the closest, like voice wise, like tone. Just don't say Chris Brown. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I won't say that. Yeah, fucking, the weekend. Fucking Fifty Cent. Hey, what if he gets on a song with Weird Al? Then I would listen to it. That's the only way you listen to it. Yep. You know, but why? Listen, listen, listen to this whole track. Forget the album. Just listen to this whole track, and I think you'll be like, oh, okay. You'll be surprised. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's both check it out, then we'll talk about it next week. All right, yeah. sounds good. I won't do that. Yeah. As always, check us out on CausewayStreet.com. All your media day updates. Sway's so been killing it this week. And follow us on all social media platforms. Blah, blah. At Causeway Street. Sway's <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, definitely turning into, so th- this is a little joke we had today. Sway is like the wedding connoisseur now. Is this weird, man? <laughs> this what do dude, you mean, I know. You, I didn't know where you were going with this. This dude, I this dude just to constantly at fucking weddings. Hey, what are you doing? Well, you know. Yo, let's chill this weekend. People right, man, wedding, just thought I, would, thought I would go to a wedding this weekend. People just want me to see them get married. Sway gets invited last minute. Sway gets invited like two years in advance. <laughs> there's no, there's Sway's no, part of the wedding sometimes. There's no, I know. There's yeah. no time limit for when Sway gets invited to a wedding. Yeah. I'm yeah. always down for a wedding, man. Weddings are the best parties. Nah, man, I hear you, man. They are the best parties. <laughs> Everything's usually fucking free. You just go and fucking rage. And, and you know what? This weekend is going to be on the on the Cape, man. So it should, should be fun. It's the last yeah. one. It's, 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 it's the I'm calling it the uh, the wedding season finale. The Cape in October is to die for. <laughs> <laughs> so he's about to go ahead up the the Baba Ganoush special down there. Yeah, oh. season wedding season finale, wedding season premiere, not too far away. Fuck from yeah, right. man! Fuck DR. yeah. Dr. February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a good break. <laughs> get like, this, is, this is the only Solid time. Break. Yeah, this is the only time Sway is, Sway is not going to be at a wedding for the next couple months. Yeah, man. The only time I've been to weddings in like January and February, it's been fucking cold as fuck, and they, just, you know, people that are getting married, they're like, you know. I've never cheaping out a little bit. They're like, oh, we can yeah. get this for like half price in January. I've never done it. Let's before. fucking do we'll get, it. We'll get married outside and on a Friday in January on a Sunday <laughs> on the beach <laughs> on the beach. 
<laughs> Nantasket. See you there. Uh, it was just beautiful. The sun was out. It was a crisp 32 <laughs> they got, degrees. They got the they got a band playing some steel drums who can barely move. They're like, bling, 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 bling. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking, man. I love I like winter weddings, bro. <laughs> I like winter weddings too, man. I do. Especially if they're a destination wedding. Huh? Ah! Am I right? Ah! 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 All right. Celtics are back. Full swing, of course. Uh, preseason. Training camp. Preseason. All that stuff. We've got you covered, man. Head over to CosbyStreet.com. Plenty of content. Rosier is coming back. I'm, to back the in, I'm back in my zone. Here we go. This, is, this, is, this is that time of the year where I just I, I, I go in. Nothing but content coming up. And we're going to be giving tuned. away tickets next episode. So stay tuned. You buying those tickets? No. <laughs> no. No. All right. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. But subscribe though. Subscribe to us. <laughs> regardless if we give away tickets or not. Oh fuck fuck everybody, man. They don't even fucking do shit when we are giving away tickets. Nah, don't say that, man. We're on yeah. Spotify now, so we're getting we're getting we're getting more more traffic. Okay. So if we give away tickets Spot and, us and we're like on Spotify. No no no. No, because last year we were like, hey, no, we got no. these fucking dope tickets to the season fucking opener. Just Tune in to us. Subscribe on, on Al- iTunes. Hey, but a lot of people did, though. A lot of people did. A lot of people did, but not as much as, you know, people were like, hey, can I get the tickets? You know what? Stitcher. It's like, hit a fucking button on your <laughs> iPhone, <laughs> and then you can get the and tickets. Take, and take a screenshot. You know what? It's that simple. Let's see how many people will do it. Let's do it. If, if we get enough people, we'll do the contest again. You buying these tickets? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk to CLNS. All right, cool. We'll get them. <laughs> we'll see. Nicholas. I mean, it's, it's the Raptors. It's the Raptors or the a, fucking Sixers? No, oh, the Sixers Raptors are in Philly. Oh, home yes. opener. Yeah. We've been on this. Yeah. For like the third time. But no, you're not going to see Kawhi. It's a Friday. Know. It'll be fun. You, you can Yo, see want, Kemba's I'm, debut I at the I think I'm going to buy tickets. Drake, Drake will be there. Gucci Mane probably be there. Gucci Mane, the the, Gucci Mane doesn't, doesn't miss on any Celtics games. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Let's see how uh, how much you guys really want these tickets. Jada right. Kiss. Next week. All right, let's see what kind of response we get from this. Millie's. And then we'll decide. All right, and on that note, we out. Later, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Listen. Now you got Kyrie Irving on your team. Like I said, a top 10 player. He's locked up okay. for two years. I would I would be surprised if before the end of the, before the start of the season... Kyrie Irving doesn't sign an extension.